Diverse voices. Unique sound. Not the same old thing. Different, different. This is NOCO FM. my free-thinking and wonderful compatriots to another conspiratorial edition of Corbin versus the World. I am your hero, Corbin David Albaugh, here to bring you the greatest tunes of yesterday, today, and tomorrow, as we have successfully survived yet another week of the 2020 experience. Murder hornets be damned. Great work, everyone. Now, let's celebrate by raising our blood pressure. We are gathered here today to talk about Plandemic the viral YouTube sensation that claims to reveal the truth, quote-unquote, behind the coronavirus pandemic. There was a period of time when it was being shared on the social meds when I thought I would try to avoid it for, you know, mental health reasons. But I ended up watching the whole damn thing in a misguided impulse of curiosity. It did take an amount of work to find it. It's worth noting it has been scrubbed from the interwebs pretty thoroughly, which I take some issue with, but we're not going to get into that just yet, because I have to tell you all about this amazingly horrible video. I had to go internet spelunking for it a little bit, but I was able to find it on a website called NewYorkCityGuns.com, not making that up. As expected, it was a little bit of a rough watch, my friends. It was not fun. I was expecting a little bit of the laugh at the dumb people internet fun that I usually have, but there was none of that to be had. And understand, I've seen a lot of bad shit on the internet, friends. I've seen the two girls in the cup. I've seen the Pain Olympics. I've watched Fergie sing the national anthem. I have a very high threshold for internet cringe. None of those videos really came close to the utter horror and revulsion I felt whilst watching Plandemic. And I'll explain why in, in, in the following minutes. It felt a lot like being trapped in an elevator with everyone who you've ever had an argument with over social media. So for those of you who have not seen the video, well done, only read about it, I will try and sum it up as best I can without setting myself on fire. First of all, it's worth noting, Plandemic is not a documentary. People are calling it a documentary. It's not a documentary. It's basically a 25-minute long interview with a woman named Judy Mikovits, led by this guy who kind of looks like Dylan McDermott. Interspersed throughout the video are clips from discredited doctors calling the coronavirus a hoax, and a few old clips from news footage that are cut together with sinister piano music. So again, not a documentary. So you might be asking yourself, who is Judy Mikovits? Who is the person at the center of this video? And that is a question that I had as well watching the video because it opened up with stating that she is one of the most groundbreaking and brilliant scientists of our time, which is news because I've never heard of her. And I thought that the most brilliant scientist of our time was Miss Frizzle. So strike one. I'm already skeptical of the video. But of course, I wouldn't have heard of her, and you couldn't have heard of her, because she has been silenced by the big pharma. So silenced, in fact, that she was able to release a book a couple weeks ago, and release this video on the internet for everyone to get mad at. So if you're trying to suppress people, lizard people, you're doing a really good job of it. Uh, I say that sarcastically. So they spend the first part of the video basically trying to whitewash her image and explain why she was erased from history and discredited and blah, blah, blah. Um, in reality, she was fired from her lab where she worked in the 90s because she falsified an article about chronic fatigue syndrome that went into a scientific journal. And uh, I'm not a scientist or a doctor because I'm not a fucking nerd, but that is still a pretty big bad deal. So she got fired for that because she embarrassed her lab. She got fired and she stole a bunch of stuff from her lab and was arrested for stealing. So that's what happened in the real world. But according to her, it was all planted on her by nefarious denizens of the deep state. So, you know, take that with a thousand grains of salt. But anyway, after clearing up the whole shady con artist criminal thing for the people back home, we move on to the main course. Apparently, according to the sinister piano music in the documentary, millions of us are going to die according to someone's sinister evil plan. Whose sinister evil plan? Amazing question. But what's going to be killing us, you ask? Why? 
according to Plandemic. Vaccines are killing us, you big dumb sheepy sheepy dumb shit. Surprise! Plandemic is actually anti-vaxxer propaganda. Wouldn't you know it? You just got punked. It is worth noting that that Dr. Mikovits claims that she is not an anti-vaxxer in the video, despite the fact that she claims this literally right after she says that vaccines are responsible for killing millions. So vaccines kill millions, but she's not an anti-vaxxer. So, okay, cool. More grains of salt. Uh, so after all the whole anti-vax thing, we jump into the coronavirus conspiracy stuff, which you are no doubt familiar with from arguing with people over the social media. This is about the point where we jump off the deep end. So everything I say here was said in the video, and I will state it without editorial, just so you understand the depths to which we are descending with this rhetoric. First of all, according to Plandemic, coronavirus was created in a lab intentionally. Doctors are being bribed to falsely diagnose people and falsify it on their death certificates that they had coronavirus in order to beef up the numbers because reasons. So basically, coronavirus is a hoax. Okay, real groundbreaking stuff there. But what about all those people that have been dying and getting sick in not America? You know, like Italy and Spain and Sweden and all those other countries. Well, luckily, they have a foolproof explanation for that. You see, all of those people that got sick and died in Italy and Spain, they were actually injected, again, not making this up, with a fake evil vaccine that contained secretly the dreaded H1N1 virus, and that's what's killing all the people over there. Not coronavirus, but fake evil vaccines that were developed inside dogs. That is, again, the claim. They were developed inside dogs, killing people. Okay, great. So, long story short, and understand I'm condensing a lot of insanity into a short period of time, so I apologize if you have a headache, uh, but the thesis of the video is that the virus is fake, and it's being used to control us and destroy our wonderful, sexy American freedoms. I know, shocker, what a strange conclusion to arrive at that I'm sure a bunch of people weren't totally waiting for. So with, with that in mind, with that being the thesis, then the question comes up, what happens when we reopen society and a bunch of people continue to get sick and cases of the disease spike again? According to not Dr. Mikovits and her army of discredited doctors, all of this sheltering in place that we're doing and the mask wearing and the precautionary behavior is actually bad for us. I know, right? I never would have thought that. Their argument is that when you keep yourself in isolation for a long time, your body simply forgets how to deal with garden variety bacteria and viruses. So when a bunch of people end up getting sick after reopening, that's the reason why allegedly millions of us are going to die, not from the coronavirus, but because sheltering in place has caused our immune systems to become weak. So I say all these things just so that you are aware of the talking points that your crazy uncle is going to use on you at Thanksgiving this year. So you might as well start doing your opposition research now. And that is the main reason why I watch Plandemic, not for masochistic reasons, although that's always a strong motivator for me. But I just I have to know in in divided situations and divided environments like these, I have to know what the other side thinks. I want to know what these people that that think that the virus is a hoax that want to reopen. I need to know what they're thinking, because how am I supposed to debate and argue with them if I don't know where they're getting their information? And that's not a joke. It's an actual question. I am sincerely interested in learning these things. And that's why I think that it's a mistake to scrub it from the Internet. And I think it's a mistake to censor it because it's not going to do anything to help our side of the argument, not to mention the fact that by censoring the video, you're completely playing into the hands of the tinfoil hat people that are supporting it in the first place. Because this woman's entire thing in the video is that she has been silenced by the mainstream and by Big Pharma and by the reptilians or Bill Gates or whatever, and they're not letting her get her message out. So when you censor the video, when you make it impossible to view... All you're doing is proving that one shitty point for her, on which is the foundation for her argument, and that reinforces, for all the people who actually believe the video, that completely reinforces everything that she's saying. Again, I'm not saying that I believe it, I don't at all, but that is the appearance to the people that do believe this shit. And the reason I found the video so terrifying and scary and pants-wetting everything is because if I were a low-information voter, 
If I were a person who didn't read the news or give a shit about anything beyond my own life or job or family, which is, unfortunately, a grand majority of our country, I would find it convincing. I'm not bullshitting you. Without any context or any authoritative voice telling me otherwise, I would believe in the things that were in Plandemic. Because Judy Mikovits looks like a nice old lady with a nice old lady voice. And she uses a whole lot of big words. And she seems to know what she's talking about. And the guy interviewing her, the Dylan McDermott guy, he just seems so respectful and wholesome. And he has these piercing blue eyes that are so hypnotic. And how could anyone untrustworthy have such wonderful eyes? That's what these people think. So understand, my friends, that, that when people like Alex Jones are ripping their shirt off and screaming about how they're going to eat their neighbors, it's easy to brush that off and minimize it because those are clearly the ravings of a crazy person. When you have armed redneck militias storming into government buildings with their toy guns, it's easy to brush that off because it's, you know, insane behavior. But when crazy tries to portray itself as respectable, that is a different game entirely. You can't just silence that. You can't just knee-jerk censor that because the people are going to rally around that. You have to let the crazy breathe. You have to let the crazy exist. You have to let other people see it. You have to let other people talk about it and, and dialogue it and figure out themselves that it's untrue. But when you knee-jerk censor it and silence it without, without discussing it at length and ridicule it, you alienate the people who are already disillusioned and disturbed and do believe it. And that's not a good series of actions when we're still entertaining the fantasy that this country can ever be repaired. And to be honest, seeing stuff like Plandemic and seeing how popular it has been with a certain population in our country makes me very cynical that that is ever going to happen again, if we're going to be perfectly real. There are people in our country who are so angry and disillusioned with government and authority and all of those things that, that videos like Plandemic can become popular, even in the face of overwhelming evidence to the contrary. So what can be done about it? I don't know. I'm just a jackass with a podcast. I don't know that. But, you know, we got to figure that shit out eventually, because the longer that this goes on, my friends, the more I understand why Ozymandias dropped that giant fucking squid on Times Square. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, read Watchmen. Don't watch Watchmen, because the movie sucks. But read it, because it's real good. Anyway, those are my deep thoughts for the day. Hope you're feeling better. Here's Tunes!
Everything is normal. 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 Welcome back to Corbin versus the World. You just got done hearing Bessie Turner and her song Donkey. Next, we had Gecko Club by the band Gecko Club off their album, you guessed it, Gecko Club. And finally, we had Cheek Face, a fun little quirky band, and their new song, Best Life. Just trying to keep things upbeat around here, because it has been a little bit of a bummer week in America. Probably one of our bigger bummer weeks since the lockdown began. Uh, In addition to all the usual bullshit of the coronavirus and the Trump administration, blah, blah, blah. We've also had the story of Ahmaud Arbery, who was gunned down by a white father and son duo while jogging. I'm not going to talk about that on this show presently, not because it's not worth talking about, but because there is literally nothing funny at all about it. Uh, So that's all I have to say about that. There is, however... Plenty of hilarity to be found in a different story that I hope can serve as a palate cleanser for all of us that went on earlier this week. And that's why I'm doubly upset about all the deluge of shit news this week, because a story like this should get the attention it deserves uh, for a multitude of reasons. It's got everything you could possibly want. Geopolitical scandal, uh, military might, all sorts of things. It's basically my favorite story of the year so far, non-Tiger King related. So we're going to shift Periscope over internationally to the country of Venezuela, which put down a botched military coup on May 3rd, in which a group of about 50 people, 50 people, including two former United States Green Berets, attempted to invade via speedboat in an attempt to oust and kill President Nicolas Maduro. And just to be clear, I am not describing the plot of a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. That is a real thing that took place this week. 50 people attempted to overthrow the entire Venezuelan government. To put that in perspective, that is as if we sent the entire Denver Broncos team on two speedboats to go kill Nicolas Maduro. And it went about as well as you would imagine. Eight people were killed, and the two Americans who led the group are now in protective custody in friendly old Venezuela, where I imagine that they're getting the most humane care possible and are definitely not getting beaten with sticks before breakfast. So the operation, which I consider the firefest of paramilitary operations, was conducted by a, quote, independent security corporation based in Florida, of course. And that corporation is called Silvercore, which is a dumb name, and is run by this guy named Jordan Goudreau. How do we have all of this information already, you ask? Because the CEO, Jordan Goudreau, was live tweeting about the assault and the coup while it was going on. Keep in mind, this was supposed to be a secret operation. Social media is an essential part of any covert operation, as we all learned in spy school. The revolution may not be televised, but it will be posted on Snapchat. Not only did he tweet about it, but he tweeted directly at Donald Trump for maximum bullshit factor to let him know that the operation was a rousing success. Whether this was before or after his entire crew got fragged off the Venezuelan coast, that is hard to know. Obviously, Donald Trump and Secretary of State and Dirty Mushroom Man Mike Pompeo categorically deny that Silvercorp had any contact with the United States government whatsoever and had no involvement with this assault, despite the fact that Silvercorp did provide security for Donald Trump at a rally event two years ago at Bojangles Coliseum in North Carolina, which I only bring up because I think Bojangles Coliseum is a hilarious name. It's a real place. They call it the Boplex. Fun fact. Anyway, the Trump administration denies that we had anything to do with it. So, of course, my first impulse is to assume that we were totally, absolutely, definitely behind the entire thing. Uh, Of course, we may never know for sure, because unsurprisingly, uh, Jordan Goudreau, the CEO, has vanished from public view ever since the raid, since it quite literally blew up in his face. Uh, That's usually what happens when you simultaneously piss off the governments of a militaristic, corrupt pseudo-democracy and the Venezuelans as well. (laughs) That's a joke. Anyway, uh, the origins of Silvercorp are also worth noting as well, just to add a little bit more color to this story. Silvercorp was originally founded in 2018 in the wake of the Parkland shootings in order to provide private security to schools from future violence. The entire business plan revolved around embedding armed veterans into band and shop class, you know, just in case shit went down. 
Their motto was, quote, protecting our most precious assets, and their model involved charging parents $8.99 a month for each kid individually. They called it the Netflix of private security. I am not making any of this up. This can be looked up on the internet. With a business model like that, I am shocked that they had to resort to deposing foreign governments. So what's the real story behind this? Did the Trump administration get conned by an ex-Special Forces member and affronting a half-assed Bay of Pigs invasion? Was this all the work of a financially strapped, delusional tough guy with a few armed and bored friends? Was this all in the imagination of a poor little boy insane elsewhere? Find out next week on a new episode of America! Anyway, here's more tunes. I've been waiting a long time Too long, too long, too long I've been stuck in this long line Long line, long line, long line Now I'm making it all mine All mine, all mine, all mine Now that it's time to begin I never wanted to end I never wanted to end I never wanted to end Now that it's time to begin Since we first came out of the blue Uh Nearly four billion years to the day For life to look this way Oh, and I hope it does something brand new Yeah, cause I know and you know And everybody knows There's nothing we
Welcome back to Corbin versus the World. You just got done hearing Billion with a B. That's a song title, Billion with a B, by The Landing. Followed up by Choir Boy with a song of their brand spanking new album. And that song is called Complainer. It's a very good new album. Check that out. And finally, we had the group Harm, H-A-A-R-M, and their song Take Me Away. So, not too much going on in the world today otherwise, which is good because I burned up a lot of time talking about Plandemic and the sad saga of Silver Corp. So, with the time that we have, let's talk about new celebrity baby news. Who will be the baby of the year? 
Look at their rolls. Look at their folds. Look at their rummy bummy tummies. Heads around, bellies are squishy. Look at the toes. Lots of men curl can shrimp. Are they ticklish? Are they jigglish? Can they be tricked? Can they be chucked? Which ones will move? Which ones will talk? But more important, which ones can dance? Oh, who will be baby of the year? The world welcomed the birth this past week of Grimes and Elon Musk's new child as the angels blew another trumpet and another seal was opened to hasten our marathon sprint into the apocalypse. Congratulations to Grimes for finally producing something worthwhile this year as well. The child is named X-Ash-A-12. That is the definitive pronunciation as dictated by Elon Musk on the Joe Rogan Show, which... Disclaimer, I only listen to when I need material to make fun of either Elon Musk or Joe Rogan, so please don't assume I'm one of those people. I already told you I don't like Plandemic. I'm not a Joe Rogan guy. Anyway, the baby is already off to a very accomplished celebrity baby career, unseating Moon Unit Zappa's 52-year reign as best worst celebrity baby name ever, as well as uniting all of America across political and cultural lines in their hatred of a baby. Congratulations, X-Ash-A12. You may contain the secret to uniting our broken society deep within your mainframe if you don't end up leading the robot uprising that will actually kill us all. Who knows? Can't wait to find out. Again, next week on America. So congratulations, X-Ash-A12. You are our baby of the year. Now, here's more tunes, you beautiful babies. This is Other Lives and their song, Lost Day. I'm on Mexit Island, no, you won't see me this time. I'm in an out of love, but you know I can't find it. I'm gonna let you go, now you won't see me around. See, I know. So long. 
much I want to I trusted you because I thought we had a deal Tell me what's your most twisted fantasy Let's make it real, shall we? back to Corbin versus the world you just got done hearing lost day by the band other lives off of their album for their love very very good album there next we heard timber timber and their song curtains with an intero bang that's an exclamation point and a question mark fun trivia fact for you that's what that's called an intero bang uh, and finally, we had Joanna Warren off of her new album, Chaotic Good. That was her song, Twisted. Excellent album there. Once again, this year is proving to be a tremendous year for music and literally nothing else. And it's also a tremendous year for Corbin versus the world as well. I'm very happy to report that this week I passed 10,000 downloads officially. Not counting all of those nasty, nasty podcast pirates out on the high seas. I'm sure I'm very popular out there. But be sure to continue supporting your friendly neighborhood podcaster, such as myself. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Corbin versus the world for all of my delightful Instagram stories and wit and wisdom. Speaking of wit and wisdom, check out my blog at www.corbinversustheworld.com. Follow me on Twitter at Corbin D. Alba. And don't forget to give a follow on Instagram. Instagram to our lovely company, NOCO FM, N-O-C-O dot FM, and you can tune in anytime to listen to our lovely, sexy podcast and lovely, sexy music streams curated by yours truly. Now, with that said, I'm going to throw us back with some Roots Rock Revival tunage. I've got some tracks coming up for you from Marcus King, from Lucinda Williams, and from John Moreland. These are some really good, nice tracks that are going to bring out the dad in all of us. So, friendos, that is a note that I am going to leave you on for this week's episode. Good luck, stay safe, catch you next week. Appreciate ya. This is One Day She's Here by Marcus King. the hill One day here and the next she's gone Didn't even get to hear me sing my song Had a full minute but she slipped away Sadder than waited on a rainy day One day here and the next you gone Stay till long Enough to turn me home. She disappears just like a dog. One day 
moon still on my mind I can't erase it, that demon I hears He had to chase it, that says he's clean He's trying to brace it, but he's a bad man He has to face it, still on my mind I can't erase it, but I'm waking up From a bad dream, I'm shaking up It was a bad scene, but I'm waking up From a bad dream, it shook me up It was a bad scene, but I'm waking up It shook me up, but I'm waking up It fucked me up, but I'm waking up From a bad dream Somehow I missed it, I should've split Thought I could fix it, he pulled the kitchen Chair out from under me, he pulled my hair And then he pissed on me, next thing I swear He wants a kiss on me, after all this He wants a kiss on me, but I'm waking up From a bad dream, I'm shaking up It was a bad scene, but I'm waking up From a bad dream, it shook me up It was a bad scene, but I'm waking up It shook me up, but I'm waking up It fucked me up, but I'm waking up From a bad dream Doing speedballs on the basement, still on my mind. I can't erase it, the demon of his. He had to chase it, not says he's clean. He tried to brace it, but he's a bad man. He has to face it, still on my mind. I can't erase it, but I'm waking up from a bad dream. I'm shaking up. It was a bad scene, but I'm waking up. From a bad dream, it shook me up It was a bad scene, but I'm waking up It shook me up, I'm waking up It fucked me up, but I'm waking up From a bad dream He threw a punch, somehow I missed it I should've split, thought I could fix it He pulled the kitchen Chair up from under me, pull my hair, and then he piss on me. Next thing I swear, he wants a kiss on me. After all this, he wants a kiss on me, but I'm waking up from a bad dream. I'm shaking up. It was a bad scene, but I'm waking up from a bad dream. It shook me up. It was a bad scene, but I'm waking up. It shook me up, but I'm waking up. It fucked me up, but I'm waking up. It shook me up, but I'm waking up. It fucked me up, but I'm waking up. It shook me up, but I'm waking up. It fucked me up, but I'm waking up. From a bad dream, I'm waking up. From a bad dream, I'm waking up. From a bad dream, I'm waking up. 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 This has been a production of NOCO FM.